0: Hello and welcome to Tope Pop, I'm Charlie Clausen. My name's Will Anderson. Uh, that for uh, people at home was Will Anderson. Yeah, um, Will Anderson. We're actually eating we're, we're, pizza. We're going to confess. We're yeah. we're hungry and we're eating pizza throughout this episode. So um, bear with us. Yeah, it's good pizza. It's good pizza. It feels like it's got too much stuff on it. Yeah, it's one of the. It's a it's a fancy pizza shop. It's yeah. not like a traditional one. They do they use like rocket and all that mm. kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: is that what's fancy
0: I think so is I love there's a McDonald's ad on the moment because
1: they're trying to make everything a little bit fancy and um they it's I, I think it's, it's McDonald's it might be one of the other big burger chains but essentially it's like uh, someone ringing their their boyfriend and they're at a shop and they're eating this like new fancy burger and they are listing the ingredients of what's in it and so it's fancy because it's got like avocado <laughs> right? but the best bit is they go I, and it's got aioli. Right, which is like big at the moment. But they've clearly not trusted that the people who eat this burger will understand what aioli is. So they actually say like so he goes, It's got some aioli. And she's like, What? Garlic mayonnaise? (laughs) (laughs) They actually feel the need to smell out. In like the people going, Oh an aioli,
0: that sounds that sounds like some sort of disease. I'm not eating something with fucking aioli. I I love dumbing down in advertising. There used to be a campaign, I think it was national years ago um, for skin cancer. And it was the one where they had the Greg Fleet voiceover and it was um, showing an operation where someone's removing a mole of skin and and then, you know, doing a skin graft, essentially. And you had the Greg Fleet voiceover saying, You know, a lot of people don't realise what sunburn is. You see, sunburn is skin cancer's best mate. And if you don't want to wear your bum on your face, it's like... Do you want to dumb it down ever, anymore? It's like, the sun's uh, a really hot ball yeah. that makes your skin go ouchy, ouchy. Yeah. But that shit can kill
1: you. When you go outside and you look up in the sky and it's light, <laughs>
0: that's because of the sun. <laughs> <laughs> don't look directly at it. You're not meant to do that. But but you, uh, but you can imagine that the agency creative sitting around going, we need to hit him. We need to hit him yeah. hard. And yeah. it's like, you don't want to wear your bum yeah. on your face. Yeah. Who wants to wear their bum on their face? <laughs> Some people would like a oh, bum on
1: their face, but not their own. bum. Someone else's bum on your face, sure. <laughs> like if you have got skin cancer and you got someone someone else's bum on your face, I'd be way up for that. I'd be out and I'd be out at, down at the beach, covering myself in oil, <laughs> just waiting for that bum on the face. What's happening? I'm gonna get some
0: bum face. What if it's a guy's bum though? Oh, that's a good point. I suppose <laughs> you'd have to pre, like pre. You'd um, have to be like pre-order your bum or segregated areas. Uh.
1: It'd be like, I guess it could be like, um, you know, when you donate your organs, you could donate your bum to like be donated to someone's face. <laughs> was that a massive problem? Were people really getting their bum on their face? When they're getting the skin replacement. Yeah. Like, did you ever hear of someone who was like, oh yeah, no. it's old bum face Williamson.
0: No, but I'm assuming like there's uh, excess skin around the, the buttockle region. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, maybe... Is there though? Like there's heaps of excess no, skin I- on you. Couldn't you tighten up your testicles? Wouldn't that uh, be the first place? That's a lot of loose skin. Would you rather wear your scrotum or your bum on your face?
1: Well, uh, scrotum, because I've got spare. You could tighten it up around the balls, like make them snug, mm. and then use some of that excess skin, stretch it out, iron it. Like, like so you take it off, you'd iron
0: it, and you put it on your face. I don't, see, that's the thing. I reckon it wouldn't straighten out. It's It's got that crinkle, crinkle quality. It's not like the same as the skin in the face. So just say you've got like a mole taken off mm. your cheek, and you've got a bit of your scrotum, it's just going to look like a scrotie mole on your cheek. I don't know that's better than... Yeah,
1: right. I don't know. I, I think bum or like a testicle. I'd be happy for the
0: testicle. No Why you? Scrotum looks bizarre. Like- it looks
1: bizarre in its current state. But it's like if you wash. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know what their material is but some like uh, tops and stuff are made out of it and it crinkles it's like naturally crinkly yeah, yeah. material if you wash that it crinkles all up but then if you iron it it like irons it out and you can like
0: straighten it out you could do that with your testicles I don't reckon you can why not so why, well, tell me why is your scrotum always wrinkled well most of the time always, it is always wrinkled yeah, because your scrotum is 80 years older than the rest of your body <laughs> it's got a lot of stress <laughs> you don't know how hard it is Doing a scrotum's job. <laughs> even scr- those balls in line, constantly getting orders from the dick. The constant worry that you're going to get whacked. That's right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like- when your owner turns 16, you're fucking working overtime. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right. You're like, yeah,
0: appreciate the quiet
1: times now, fellas.
0: <laughs> because <laughs> in a couple gonna of years, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of ball action. No, I just think um, scrotum is made of like a thinner, stranger skin than, than the rest of your body. I mean, it looks different. It looks like chicken skin. I guess it does look different. So maybe you wouldn't be able to do the graph properly because of the, the look. Yeah, look, I'm sure it'd, it'd take. Mm. Any doctors out there who, who do reconstructive surgery, yeah. can you wear scrotum? as, as like? Would you like to be a
1: bum face or a sack face? What would be better?
0: Oh, bum face, definitely. Really? Yeah, I think my buttocks are quite attractive. Like, I wouldn't mind, you know.
1: But then you would have a hole in your buttocks. Whereas, like, if you, like, you, know, if you kind of took some skin out of your scrotum, who's going to notice? I think there's excess skin in your scrotum anyway. If anyone's anyway.
0: seeing my buttocks, they're more than likely going to see my scrotum too mm. as well. Like, But I think you could take skin out of
1: your scrotum and improve your scrotum. Like you have a scrot tuck. Could you put Botox in your scrotum? Like and straighten out the lines, like you do with the, your forehead. Like, could you have a perfectly smooth scrotum? Because people now these days are but, like shaving their balls and stuff. I think I so. Think... Now there's a lot more like you know attention on how it looks. Do you think one day we'll get to a point where people are like, I don't like the wrinkles on my balls. It makes my balls look old. Yeah, I think I'm, so. I'm
0: going to get some some Botox and minuts. I don't I don't think it's going to be Botox because yeah. I think Botox goes into the muscle, and there's no muscle under scrotum. is just a skin sack. There's a love muscle. Yeah, yeah boy. come on. <laughs> yeah, you have got a wrinkly dick. <laughs> I don't know. I, I no. I, I reckon. Look, I, I wouldn't surprise me in the world of anal bleaching yeah. that someone would want to get the wrinkles ironed out of their scrotum, hmm. but I don't think that would be possible. I think the way it's designed or the way it's evolved, the scrotum hmm. is to be permanently wrinkled because it's right. always changing shape. Why? Shape. Why
1: has it evolved like that? I understand. Like, I mean, I, I don't quite get the idea that it still jangles around outside our body. Like, I know this is kind of a, you know, a trodden path that people have been down before, but I would have thought by now we would have evolved, over all these years, Mm. we would have evolved testicles that, like, you know, popped out. Like, then you could tuck them up into your body. But they do. Yeah, but, like, permanently. Like, as in, like, most of the time they were tucked up in, and you just needed...
0: If you needed them, you could pop them out. To get scientific, it's a a temperature issue. What do you mean? Well, testicles have to be at a regulated temperature to do their job. Right. So the reason your scrotum raises and lowers is when it's cold it raises towards the body heat and when it's too hot it lowers again. That's That's why yeah it's why when you get out swimming your balls Mm -hmm. are like shriveled up because they've gone you know to get the cold.
1: And why often when you see a weatherman who's on location he's just got his hand down in front of his trousers
0: (laughs) (laughs) trying to ascertain
1: what's going on. remember
0: when I was 14 me and a couple of friends were down at the the sea baths and we are in the change rooms and we are just chatting and shit and we saw this old guy he must have been like 80 or 90 tottering kind of guy who was wearing like a string singlet and uh, we kind of knew something was about to happen we just had that kind of instinct so we were chatting but we sort of kept an eye on this old bloke and we watched him get undressed and he you know, took off his jacket and took off his hat and took off his string singlet and then he had these gigantic white old man underpants mm-hmm. and when he pulled them down I swear to God it looked like two kiwi fruits in a stocking swung down at least knee level maybe lower but like enormous amounts of fucking scrotum huge like his balls were so low then he got the tiniest like pair of like speedos mm. little kind of 70s kind of brown brown print speedos and he put his feet through the holes and speedos and as he pulled them up like he gathered his balls up just below his knees yeah. and then raised them up around his waist and we were just like just stunned silence it's like is that what happens to all of us? Like, the, the, the scrotum keeps going?
1: Essentially, like, for some old people, it ends up looking like uh, when you would practice cricket on the clothesline mm. and you put, like, a cricket ball... In a stocking. In a giant stocking yeah. and you just hang it off at the back. That's what old men's balls look like. Well, I guess... I mean, I think that... Not all of them, though, because that nude beach near my house that I jog by all the time, mm. I always look at the nude men on the beach as I jog by. And, like, they're mostly old men. Like, that's... Predominantly at that nude beach, it is mostly just old nude blogs. Yeah. Although the other day, um, when I was going by, highlight, um, there was a nude old man, and I'd say he's probably like 60s. No, he was in his 60s, right? He was in the water, standing like knee deep in the water with an erection, <laughs> which is like already a bit weird. Because normally at the nude beach, they do at least like, you know, keep it at least half-masked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But this guy had like a full boner. A raging boner. A raging boner. And there's places on that nude beach you can stand so that if people walking by, like the tourists and stuff are walking by in the path, can't see you. So if you're out in the water, you know that the Japanese tourists who are up the corner taking photos are taking photos of you and your massive, <laughs> like a wrecked cock, right? So this guy, totally tanned, like that dark brown leather tan. Like, mm. So he's obviously been a few hours down at the, the nude beach. Um, raging boner. Hat. They all have hats. Was he shaved? You know what? From the angle that I was jogging by, he kind of he had his like back mostly to me, right? But like enough
0: that like you know, enough you could see the erection uh, sticking out. Yeah, but not enough he, that I was. He could have had the John Major pubic hair where you couldn't quite tell if it was there or not. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> totally. So he's um, erect boner, brown wrinkled skin, standing in the water, hat, and like a like a cowboy hat. Or in a Cobra, like a a big brimmed hat. So obviously he was sun smart, you know, even though he was nude. But he obviously got, I better put a hat on. But here's the best bit. Smoking a pipe.
0: What?
1: Yeah, he was smoking a pipe in the water. Wow. Like a pipe, big jaunty hat, boner, standing in the water. Showing off two pipes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I suck on this, you suck on that. Yeah.
0: Smoke this, smoke that.
1: Yeah, so totally. That was like three days ago or something when I dropped up.
0: Holy shit. I mean, that is a particular kind yeah. of gentleman, isn't it? The one who not only goes to a nude beach but smokes a pipe at a nude beach. Like, that almost brings a level of elegance to it, doesn't it? Some kind of... It seems classy. Like, they are going to be at a nude beach. Like, if he was lying face down with dark sunglasses, you know, and grinding himself in the sand, okay, that's dodgy. It's a dodgy stereotype. But yeah. that almost seems respectable. I mean, I know he's got a raging boner. So <laughs> there's almost nothing that you can't make look more respectable
1: by smoking a pipe. Like adding a pipe to that scenario does make it seem, you
0: yeah, know, whatever it is, seem a little bit more respectable. If George Bush, when he found out about 9-11, you know, yeah. he was reading the book. Yeah. If he'd been told about that hmm. and rather than sort of just leaping through the book, he'd reached down and slowly we'll drag good. on his pipe. People would have gone... Oh, mm-hmm. he's contemplating what yeah, he's to do next. What is he going to do about the terrorists? Look at the way he's smoking that pipe. Yeah, totally. You're right. It adds a, a level of kind of elegance.
1: I, I would hope that this guy at this new beach would go a step further. And he wouldn't just have the pipe, but he'd have, like, a massive top hat and one of those big <laughs> twirly moustaches. A monocle. A monocle. If he was down the beach and he looked essentially like... The guy that they put on the men's toilets, yeah, on the old school toilets, but like he
0: was like nude. If and you had look a like boner. Mr. Peanut, is he the one? Yeah, that that Peanut kind of character, yeah, too, that's got the the fancy looking Peanut. Yeah, the fancy Peanut. Well, mm. again, that's a like it's a fancy Peanut. You mm. know, you
1: put him in a top hat, you give him a pie, maybe some comfortable slippers. Yeah, totally. So, what well, actually brings us onto the topic that I was uh, hoping to talk to you about today? Oh, yeah, which is nude men, uh, because I was um, in Melbourne recently. And I'd done a gig late on a Sunday night in Smith Street in Collingwood. Yeah. And uh, a mate of mine, uh, Scott Brendan, who's uh, who's a comedian. And, and
0: uh, they they have a podcast too.
1: Yeah, Talkin' Puffy. Yeah. Yeah, the Poofcast, right? Okay. Right. So we're walking down the street and we run into Scotty outside this club that he's having a drink at. And it's like midnight on a Sunday night. And he said, well, why don't you stop here and have a drink? So it turns out that it's this uh, gay bar. Right. So I wasn't
0: laughing, I actually just got some crust stuck in my throat.
1: Yeah, your honour. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it's a gay bar. And so we're out the front having a drink with him and his mates and whatever, and it was, it, was, it was good fun. And he's like, oh, do you want to go inside? I was like, oh, yeah, why not? Yeah, all cool. And so we've gone in, and, okay, first thing is, I'm thinking about only drinking in gay bars for the rest of my life. Mm. Because I did a couple of those marriage equality rallies, and now, it is essentially illegal for me to ever purchase alcohol for myself ever again ah, in a brilliant. gay bar for the rest of my life. That's awesome. That was not the reason I did it. I did not know that would be the consequence. However, it is brilliant. The bar wouldn't let me buy drinks. Then people there wouldn't let me buy drinks. It was unreal, right? So, we're having this really good time. Met these drag queens. We're dancing with these drag queens. <laughs> like They're like, do you want some ammo? Have you had ammo before? Yeah. I don't even know what amyl is. Do you know what it is?
0: I think it's, they use it to um, clean video heads or something yeah. like that. But Essentially, it's like a it's like paint stripper get, or like something he- like that. From my memory of it, you get head spins. Yeah. You get a bit kind of lightheaded. Yeah,
1: and, and uh, apparently like it just destroys your brain. Like, it's not... There's no kind of but, defining...
0: But, but it's big in the gay community, isn't it? Because it loosens the sphincter. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which is, you know, obviously something that... You know, it comes in handy. Yeah, it comes in handy. <laughs> I mean, hopefully
1: it doesn't have an immediate effect if you've just eaten or something. Like, I mean... There's a fine line between it being handy and awkward is what I'm saying. But, uh, so, uh, so we're having this great time, dancing with these drag queens, drinking with all these guys. It's brilliant. We're having a ball. Then they've said, and this is like a regular nightclub. So like any other nightclub that you go to, like there's pool tables, there's people playing pool, there's people dancing, there's like a DJ, there's some booze and whatever. Just people having a good time. Predominantly men. Yeah. Right. So pretty simple. Scotty's like, do you know what's upstairs? And I'm like, no. And he, uh, but of course, like now I'm absolutely fascinated by this. Got out my pipe. And I, I'm like, tell me. Um, he's going, you know, there's a sex club upstairs. So up the top of this nightclub, a regular nightclub that you just go to and have a drink, then you can go upstairs and go to the sex club. I find that amazing. Do you not find that amazing? No. Like I'm, I'm aware of the idea that there are sex clubs And like that you go to and like you could have sex with some man or whatever. I get that. But I didn't realize you could combine legitimate nightclub with just sex
0: club. Like if you go up the next level, everyone's nude.
1: I think that's amazing.
0: Had you uh, heard of
1: this? Yeah.
0: Well, not only have I heard of it, my friend, I have been to the same venue. Really? Yeah. As you're describing it, I'm like, this sounds very familiar. I can't remember why I was there, but I, I remember being there with my girlfriend, so I had some kind of uh, excuse, <laughs> but um, I remember someone said much the same thing. It was like, oh, have you been upstairs? It's like a sex club. And me and this other guy were like, oh, well, we've got to totally check that out. And we, like the kids in Willy Wonka, were charging towards like what we think is going to be the chocolate factory. Yeah. Well, so It, it was <laughs> a bit of a chocolate factory, but like I was like, whoa, <laughs> you can do this when you're gay? Like... It was there was four, Oh, did you um, actually go in there? Yeah, I went, I went in there. Oh and, my god! And there was... Oh, well, tell me more. Well, so we walk in, and it's all like it's very low lit, very mm. like... um, what do they call those lights? The the blue ones. UV UV lights. So it's like um, the opening scene of Blade, the first Blade right. film, when they go to the vampire nightclub. You go easy in, to
1: suck a cock, but very hard to do
0: heroin. Exactly. Very hard <laughs> to find a vein. <laughs> you only need to find. You only need to find one vein. <laughs> Um, and so we go in, and it's sort of like low key and stuff. And the first thing you notice is there's like TVs, monitors all around the place, and they're all playing hardcore gay porn. Right. And it's so, as
1: if the idea that you're walking around nude with other people that you're attracted to isn't, isn't enough. Going, isn't Let's enough. put some like some gay guys. It's like as a well. bit of ambiance. Yeah,
0: to right. <laughs> set the scene. So you know, I'm not I'm I'm not in the slightest bit homophobic. Half my family's gay. Like I'm very very comfortable. Yeah. Totally. And so you know. I've seen straight porn, so I'm not gonna be any more offended. Maybe a little amazed by what uh, you know the male body can do yeah. <laughs> when properly aroused. Amel, you need some Amel. <laughs> but then we walk into one of the, the booth areas, and there was guys essentially just jacking each other off. And I was like, okay, now I want to play it cool. Yeah. But I am also a little uncomfortable with yeah. the situation. And you know what? To be honest, if I was in a straight club and two people yeah. were like almost fucking in front of me, I'd also be a little uncomfortable. So I sort of did you'd be like, great in a club like that though, because with your tiny hands, their cocks would look massive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you'd be really popular, the, the ego booster. Yeah, you'd be really popular on the scene. Everyone's like, oh "I'm worried about the size of my penis." You know who you need to get wanked off, by Charlie Clausen. No, you
0: know what it would be? It's like that. There'd be the glory hole wall, yep. but for my booth, would be two holes, and so you'd go in yep. and you'd just see like this two tiny, and you'd be like, "Whoa, whoa, what is this? I'm not getting wanked off by a kid." And they're like, "No, no, just <laughs> this this is an adult. Just put your dick yep. in his hands and yep. see how big it looks." Yep. <laughs>
1: Oh, thank you, Perspective Man.
0: <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, so did you just leave? Did a couple... Yeah, well, I did a couple of laps. Mm-hmm. Realised that, well, you know, unless you're going to sort of um, talk the talk. Unless you're going to... Did you take your clothes off, though? No. I thought you had to take your clothes off. It was very... It was early uh, shit, It was, early-ish. It was like, right. late at night. I'm, I'm thinking the club was just warming up. Right. But, yeah, it was, like, amazing. How, uh, uh, what I was thinking was, how can we get straight women to let this fly like that would be cool but you can't no there's no way they're too smart (laughs) exactly well they don't
1: they're not like men no and that that's the thing but like uh, there's no lesbian equivalent of that either it's a man woman thing it's not a gay straight thing yeah like people like imply that that sort of like wanton fucking is like generalized yeah it's a gay culture
0: it's yeah there's all that there's always that really just it's an annoying kind of um degenerate like association with them it's like well no it's a very specific portion of our community yeah
1: totally it's a it's not all the gay community but b it's not all the gay men community but but really it's not even gay it's men yeah the fact that both of the partners are men Mm. that is
0: the the issue you know totally well as a guy you can have sex with someone you absolutely Mm. loathe yeah like the drive can be that strong you go you, you can have an erection and go, Well, I need to get rid of this. Uh, <laughs> and this person and I really is, hate that person. He's the most irritating person i Come know. here, Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> you think Ava Braun that was ever her <laughs> thought? Maybe she yeah.
1: Ava Braun was just really into hate fucking and she hated no one more. She was like so turned on by like hate fucking that she had to find the person that most people in the
0: world hated <laughs> to fuck. Well that you when know, what'll happen is in the future when um, you know, cloning uh, get, gets advanced. They'll take, like, a sample of uh, 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 one of Hitler's hairs, and they'll regenerate him. And it'll be, like, an exclusive fetish. Like, the, you can fuck the most loathed people in history as some kind of, like, really weird, dirty fetish. But they'll keep that person locked in kind of, like, a, a brothel, you know? they'll be like, Or AI. They'll be, like, androids made to resemble kind of the most loathsome figures in history that you can have sex with. Would you have sex with yourself? Like, if you cloned yourself? Um... Would I have sex with myself? Would uh, Like, would there be a girl involved or just me and my clone? Just you and your clone. I'd let him watch me jack off. Oh, well, that's all right. Um, uh, no, I'm not interested in having <laughs> sex with myself. Would you? Ah, uh, no, I, I don't I don't really know. I was I was fascinated
1: by... Because um, uh, Scotty, I didn't go upstairs. And because Scotty told me you had to be nude. He said that, like, they walked around in the nude. He said, like, you, if you went up there, it would just be blokes who are nude, but they've got shoes on like naively my first response was why are they keeping their shoes on because i thought it was like some sort of fetish or some <laughs> sort of look oh you gaze in your weird ways well i thought it was kind of like how the girl in porn always keeps her high heels on i thought there was like some sort of equivalent of that and then he went no because you just don't want to step on anything gross and i was like oh yeah okay right it's a strange
0: oh and s issue isn't yeah. it where you must keep your shoes on because <laughs> yeah. of broken glass, yeah. but you can put your penis in anything. Anything. Anything in anything you like. Anything it fits in, buck it in there. But, but I had a friend who went to an orgy once, like a, a proper... Like a male-female orgy. Yeah, like a proper organized orgy. Yeah. And um, it was one of those ones, it's like exclusive, where you've got to submit like a, like a headshot, essentially, and... You know, they they meet you beforehand. They try and sort of groom it so it's like only kind of yeah, like people who are people. as attractive as they are. Yeah, exactly. Like I think there's an age limit, no one over thirty five, and uh, health checks, all that kind of shit. So it's it's run really well. Mm. But I like an organised orgy. <laughs> are you orginised? It doesn't really fit in, does it? No. Like an organised orgy. It's sort of yeah. like anything, I, anything goes. Does so everyone goes. fill out your, uh, an like your initial PY- page PYG five form. seven yeah. nine eleven? Does everyone have their ABN ready? Yeah. No, but he said that. Um, it was like they booked out a venue uh, so it wasn't like a house or anything it was actually like a, a venue I'll just wait for that noisy selection yeah, <laughs> right yeah, okay. so they booked out a venue and he said it starts off just like a, a, a drinks night where you're just hanging out with people having drinks yeah. you're not allowed um, generally you're not allowed to go as a single male yeah. men have to turn up with a the female they can't have men outnumbering I, I guess it's just mm-hmm. for I don't know why that would be well because it, it would it just be dominated by single males yeah yeah you're right that's why <laughs> Good point. What about gay men? Like, gay men should be able to go on their own or do they have to bring another guy? I'm not sure if it's about, you know... Oh, uh, why would the, the gay load? men have their
1: own orgies? Like, you know... Yeah, right. I don't, know if I don't really know, but... We don't know. But, I'm like, I'm imagining if you're going to organise an orgy that, like, you know, it's probably normally straight people,
0: you know, or maybe bi-curious people. Yeah. Like, you know...
1: No, but... If you're gay, you can have an orgy
0: whenever you want. Without a straight orgy, I imagine that girls can do whatever they want and no one freaks out. Yeah, I guess so. So it's a bit weird. The lines are blurred. Hmm. Anyway, this orgy there was no gay men, hmm. but everyone's having drinks. And then they all go down to this like lower lounge area, and there's a big kind of round couch in the middle of the room. And he said everyone starts undressing. So about thirty or people, so and they start undressing. And he said the the signals are or the rules are that essentially if someone you're not allowed to lead someone up the garden path. Like if someone comes up to you and engages you, hmm. you have to assume that they want to have sex with you. So if you aren't interested in having, well, you already had an orgy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it doesn't mean you want to fuck everyone. No, no, but
1: but you would assume that if someone's talking to you at an orgy, yeah, right. that's... Yeah, but you have to let... Like, them... if you are at Coles and someone starts talking to you, you don't immediately assume they <laughs> want to have sex with you. But if you're in an orgy
0: and someone talks to you... I know a few guys who do think that someone who ever talks, no. if it's a female talking to them, that she wants to have sex with no. them.
1: But at an orgy, you wouldn't just think they were like, oh, oh this hot naked girl's <laughs> coming to talk to me. Uh, well, she probably wants to know what's going on uh, with the weather, <laughs> you know, how BHP's trading. Like, you would assume that there is some sort of... Do auction. you know who's
0: in and out for the grand final? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, he said that... No, were- but I know who can be in and out later on tonight, <laughs> darling, if you don't have a So, uh, formalities uh, are aside now, and yeah. um, there's a, they're all in the big room with the big round couch, and so he said that he just decided to sit on the couch and see, like, who would come over to him, and this girl came over, and so he said they were very quickly into having sex. Yeah, right. And he said the weird part is though, not it's not like like an orgy breaks out like everyone's like, Ah, let's start fucking. He was fucking, but the other people in the room were still like talking and catching up and a few of them knew each other, so there's this kind of light chit-chat going on in the background while you're having sex. And then he said this other couple entered the room while he was still with this girl and the two girls knew each other. And so one of them ran over and hugged the girl that was having sex with him, like, you know, and started having this whole conversation, this whole catch-up. And he was like underneath her, just hearing this blah, 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 blah. He said it was just like very, there was no eroticism to it. No. It was almost that like,
1: takes all the passion out of it at all. Yeah, yeah. It's like doing it while someone's on the phone or something. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> but that's what he said exactly what it was like. Then you'd move to different rooms and mm. people would be talking. And he said they'd be like, you'd be chatting to a girl, you know, and talking about whatever. And then someone would walk up behind her and start fondling her breasts. And she wouldn't break stride. She'd be still be like yeah. talking to you and stuff. Right. It's like, well, that's not why you want to go to an orgy. Like, right. I want an explosion of eroticism, you know? Yeah. Like, no one can get their hands off each other. But, if you know, it's just like, otherwise it's just like being at a normal bar. Yeah, totally. It
1: does seem a bit weird that, that that's the kind of what it gets to. It gets, well, I suppose once you, like, I mean, probably your first orgy, like, you know, it's probably really exciting, but by your
0: second or third orgy, like anything, you're like,
1: oh, do we have to go to the orgy tonight? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you'd want to make it like the cherry on the cake. You wouldn't mm. want to make, I mean, it's like you don't, the things that you love, you don't want to overdo. Mm. Like, if you really like sex, yeah. you know, then don't don't go so far that then the only way you can get turned on is to slam your dick in a door or something like that, you know? I mean, I think that's the kind of... We live in an age where we can get, like, satisfaction so easily for food or any kind of entertainment or whatever, and the sex thing is, like, it's a pure biological drive, and the more we confuse it with, like, fetishes and stuff, like, the harder it's going to be to get off.
1: Yeah, totally. Uh, Well, I... Yeah, I'd like to go to an orgy once, like, for experience, to go, like, I've been there, but I I don't... I'm not an orgy... Like, I'm not orgy people. Like, you know, some people, you're just like... And, you know, you know couples, you know friends, that if you found out they were orgy people, you'd be like... Yeah. You're a bit judgmental. <laughs> a little bit judgmental. Yeah, but they're like... You'd be like, yeah, they're orgy people. Like, you know, they yeah. make, you know, that makes sense to me that they're orgy people. Do you think I'm an orgy person?
0: Mm,
1: no. No. No, I don't think you are. No. No. I think you'd like to be.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to be. Like
1: in an eyes wide shut sort of orgy way. Like in some like hot secret society of like, you know.
0: Yeah, I'm not like suburban orgy guy. No.
1: You're never going to rock up like Rockefeller style at some ugly people's house and then they're going to like, we're going to find out that Charlie Clawson got chopped up like because he rocked up without a partner to a, an orgy. <laughs> that, I don't know the details of that Rockefeller story, but from what I know about that story is that He'd organise to have an orgy with these two people. What, is it an orgy if it's just four of you? How, how many people do you need for an orgy?
0: More than, more than three. Is that it? Three, well, threesome is the next terminology. So. so if you have a
1: threesome, and then what, it's an orgy after threesome? I'd assume so, yeah. Yeah, right.
0: Well, uh, I mean, I, what other what terms are those? So not that got, far from an orgy then. So you've got threesome. <laughs> Did you say four? No one says foursome. No, I suppose not. Gangbang.
1: Gangbang. Is a gangbang more no, the or less gang gang is that implies there's lots one. of one? Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. So an orgy could be for, I suppose. Oh, well, maybe I could ease my way into an orgy, like a small orgy, like just the kind of like you know. Drinks in the backyard, nothing, you know, nothing too weird. Small orgy.
0: Yeah, I can do a small orgy. I'm not like a...
1: Actually, I don't know. I think that I find that weirder plus. now that I think about it. Because then it's two people, it's probably two other people that you're going to know or that like whatever. Well, hypothetically... Whereas if there's like, you know, 30 of you, it's kind well, of just but like you're a... you're single now,
0: so you could potentially meet three people, three swingers mm. who just want to have
1: sex. What? Is that weird? Um... I don't know. Maybe. Um... Okay, no, no, I suppose that would be fine. I suppose. I don't know. I wouldn't want to be... I don't like playing games where other people are more experienced at the games than I am. Yeah. Like, I don't like playing tennis with someone who's good at tennis or Monopoly with someone who's really plays Monopoly all the time. I always feel out of my depth and I think I'd be like that with an orgy. Yeah. I'd want to... It is intimidating. I'd want to, like, put in a couple of good pre-seasons. Yeah, go to to
0: some out-of-town orgies. (laughs) You know,
1: that people didn't know about. Build my way up to the big time.
0: Well, I I was in Palm Springs last year because uh, my short The Wake was in the Palm Springs Film Festival. Mm. And I didn't know it at the time, but Palm Springs is quite big in the swinger community. It's only two or three hours out of LA. Yeah, right. Really beautiful weather, really great hotels. You know, it's, it's a cool little holiday spot. And so we were staying at this, like, motel with, like, you know, obviously a pool and all that kind of stuff. And um, after one of the screenings, we had a bunch of the other filmmakers back to our hotel. It was late at night, and we're all sitting around in the spa. And there had been this couple that had moved into the room adjacent a few nights before. He seemed really friendly This American couple And they were married And um, I'd sort of Changed them But haven't really Taken much notice And then this night We're all in the spa And we're all drinking And stuff And the girl From this flat adjacent She comes down And I could see her husband Watching from the balcony You know he's smoking And she comes down In a dressing gown And she's chatting To everyone in the spa And she takes off Her dressing gown And she's completely naked What? And she slides into the spa How old is she? How old? Mm. Oh, like, late 20s, early 30s. All oh, right, Wow. But, you know, they're both quite fit, young yeah. and attractive. And so she slides into the spa and she's sitting next to um, me and our friend Peter, the doctor. And, and so we're we're chatting. And, like, you know, there's other people in the pool. And I, I immediately have one eye on Gemma. It's like, mm. can Gem- I hope Gemma saw that I did not say, hey, why don't you take it hey, off and get in the spa? Get all
1: your gear <laughs> off and come sit next to me. So Like, it's not your fault if, like, a hot, naked woman, like, gets so, in yeah, next to you. totally, totally. Like, in a married
0: woman. And so we're we're trying to play it cool. Like obviously, uh, like a fairly attractive naked woman has just slid into this bar with us. And she starts chatting to us and <laughs> she's asking sort of a lot of a lot of questions and it's obvious that what she's trying... she's fishing basically. Her husband's up there and she's trying to find someone oh to bring back. Male or female it appeared wow. because she was chatting to the girls just as much as she was chatting to the guys. I, I, obviously I didn't take up the offer, went to bed, but I woke up the next day and I, I did see like another two guys, another two filmmakers walk out of their room in the morning. So that was an orgy. That was three guys, one girl. Was that a gangbang? Um, oh, I don't know. Yeah. suppose it does But matter. I spoke to the guys who went in there and they said, you know, it was all fun and then like it wasn't weird no one being tied up or no, like David Carradine. <laughs> was it wasn't weird. I mean, there was three of us. Two of us
1: didn't know each other, <laughs> but there was nothing weird about it. But I was because I said, did the husband want to go
0: in? Or yeah. was it and, and they said, no, the husband liked to watch. His wife having sex with other guys, yeah, but right. he there was no sort of homosexual activity going on. Well, I've never. But oddly enough, one of the guys who went in was gay. Yeah, and he right. went in because he was hoping that it would be like a yeah, um, like anything all, goes. All bets are off. Yeah, 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 totally. He was kind of annoyed that he had to have like make out with this girl. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. He thought, Oh maybe if I do it, maybe oh. I'll get it. maybe I'll get him aroused enough to want to do me. But no, I got that. Way. <laughs>
1: I love that. Uh, it's not the only gay in the village, you're the only gay in the orgy. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, that would be really, really annoying. It's something, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I know um, I am, I kind of like watching celebrities have sex, so like celebrity sex tapes and stuff like that, but I don't have any particular desire to watch other people that I no. know, or even people I don't know have sex.
0: Yeah. I'm not a public sexer. No. Like, uh, we once, Gemma and I once tried to have sex in the back of her car, and I was so I keep having I don't know why that like my high school principal's gonna be walking past or one of my mum's good friends or something like it. The person who busts us is gonna be someone who I'm gonna be so ashamed by. I just I need like four walls and a door that locks. And I know that's not the most adventurous (laughs) attitude, but like I unless it's
1: a dungeon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I need (laughs) four soundproof walls (laughs) and a door with three dead (laughs) bolts (laughs) and a bucket for slop and blood. No, I just... I I don't like to be disturbed. Like, I don't even... Even when I've lived... When I used to have housemates, like, if I was having sex, I could hear my housemates... I don't know, it just it, it, for some reason it just, I, I lose, like the idea of other people watching me or seeing me have sex is not a turn on at all. I don't want
1: to see myself have sex. Oh, I don't want to see myself have sex either. I've never taped myself, I cannot understand the idea of wanting to see myself, at, and, and Kate, only maybe if I got a professional like in to give me tips, and we were like reviewing the tapes, like footy coaches on a Monday yeah. morning, and he was like going, I'll oh, see what you've done here, if you just moved to this angle, that would have worked better, yeah. or maybe that to improve my performance. <laughs> But my entire wall, as you know, the wall of my bedroom is a mirror. Like mm. the entire wall of my bedroom is a mirror, yeah. which everyone's always like, "Yeah, yeah we know love. what you two get up to." I'm like, I don't know. No. And plus, the people who owned my house before me were both like 65. So yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's like another thing that I needed to think about. But there's also there's a big mirror in front of the toilet of my house, which I again is not something that like I, I, I've not, <laughs> I've lost track of.
0: Uh, this is Will, doesn't like to watch himself take a shit-take-do.
1: So, there's a big mirror in front of my toilet. And I just, like, I don't, that's the worst design flaw. Because, like, is there anyone who's ever needed to watch themselves take a shit? Is there anyone who needs, like, reversing mirrors, like a car, to, like, back into the toilet <laughs> and see what they're doing? No. Like, it just doesn't really seem like, and so I quite often have to, because it's a, like, a, you know, it's like a sliding, sliding door. door. I will slide it so that I can't see myself on the toilet. Because I just, I don't want to see that. Well,
0: Because I have done sex scenes before. I have sort of faux seen myself having sex. And that, I mean, if I have sex in real life, anything like I do when I'm acting, then there's no way. (laughs) Well, I did Satisfaction last year, a couple episodes of Satisfaction. And um, that was full nude patrol. And um, it's kind of funny because when you are miming having sex... Um, you know, you're trying to kind of like, you know, you're doing the heavy breathing and stuff because you're trying to sort of like accentuate it. But when you breathe really heavily when you're not actually doing a lot of physical activity, it makes you really lightheaded. <laughs> so after the first take where I'm doggy style, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and the director comes up, I'm about to fucking pass out. <laughs> and then I watched the episode, which, and they must have used one of the later takes, and I am so fucking delirious my like my head is spinning so much from all the fake like heavy breathing but I do actually look kind of orgasmic but it's not a pretty picture like, what
1: I love is the irony of that is that you were faking enjoying having sex uh, in a scene
0: where you were having sex with a prostitute who in real life would be faking enjoying <laughs> having sex no but in this storyline <laughs> she actually liked me oh really yeah yeah. that was it's was actually funny because I had a couple of mates who have done episodes of Satisfaction before mm. and they were like oh Wait till you get unsatisfaction. It's great. Like, you know, it's breasts everywhere. And one of my friends is like, I'm married. I didn't get to do this at all. But like, this is sanctioned. sanctioned. I'm not allowed to go to prostitutes, but I'm allowed to be in a TV
1: show that is about prostitutes. Exactly.
0: That's totally fine. So I turned up expecting, you know, I've been in a steady relationship for yep. seven years. So it's like, oh, I might actually get to see like another pair of boobs. This could mm. be great. But because the storyline was this prostitute was in love with me, she she wanted to shield her emotions. So she kept... So she kept her clothes on during sex. Boring. Meanwhile, I was naked, mind yeah. you. And have you seen what they give you to put your junk in? No. In a sex scene? It's like a... Where would I have? I don't know. Like maybe you've At seen this one. nightclub I was at <laughs> a sex <sister. laughs> <laughs> uh, Essentially, it looks like a sunglasses case with a drawstring. Wow. So it's just a little sack that you put your junk in. Yeah. And then you tie the string up. Right. And you need a really big one for that guy you saw at the beach. Oh, man. <laughs> he'd but like... It, oh, yeah, of course. He'd like need a massive one. But... I, your balls are so cold, hopefully. I mean, when your scrotum's that long, oh. it doesn't mean, like, because the, I, it's not the scrotum itself that retracts. Like, there's a little pulley system, I imagine, in the, in the scrotum that brings the balls up and down, yeah? I don't know. Why well, are you the, asking me? I don't know. Well, because um, what I'm thinking is, like, does that guy's scrotum always stay that long?
1: Oh, right. Like, yeah, it, it would. Does, it the scrotum would still be that long. You know he'd be like? His balls would
0: retract into his yeah, body, but yeah. the scrotum would just, like, bunch up.
1: Yeah. No, the scrotum would just, like, hang loose oh. still. You know what he'd be like? One of those people who's been on The Biggest Loser and then has lost 80 kilos and has all
0: just that weird skin. Well, apparently Nick Nolte had a a, a, a scrotum lift or a... A a A scrotum top. A sack staple. Really? A sack staple, yeah. Really? Yeah. Which would explain, like, why he's done so many weird movies lately. anyways. (laughs) Fucking always drink driving and shit. If you had staples in your scrotum, yeah, you'd be driven to drink as well.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Uh, so, what are they? So, it's like a tiny little sunglasses
0: sack. Yeah, it looks like a, you get a choice. You get yeah. either a cricket protector, like a box, yeah, um, which they put adhesive tape on. So, if you shave down, you can just stick it over your oh, your, like two sided tape, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you can stick it over your bits, but wouldn't that just fall off? Would that be the danger that that would just fall off in the middle of a scene? Um... Depends what the scene is. Depends if you're shagging. But yeah, Yeah. I mean, it's not the it's not the best solution. I mean, the sack is the best. I I mean, I did McLeod's daughters did a nude scene as well, and John Jarrett. uh, We did we did this whole stupid storyline about being male strippers. Right. And um, the five actors, the five guy actors, we were given the option of the the box or the um or the sack. And John Jarrett, (laughs) it's like
1: that. That is like a game show. The box or the The box or the sack.
0: (laughs) John Jarrett opted to go uh, just completely. Is. Really? But when you're doing a sex what's, scene, jo- what's John Jarrett's cock look like? I can't remember. I wasn't looking. What do you at. mean you can't remember? I wasn't looking. It wasn't like we we're having a sex scene. We we're doing a strip, so he was standing like down a row from me. If I was in a room where John Jarrett had his cock out, I would definitely look at his cock, just to see. I was acting, man. I was in the moment. Right. My character wouldn't look at his cock. <laughs> uh, yes. But you can't do that with the sex scenes, because OH and S. You can't have genitalia rubbing in the right. sex scene, which I was disappointed with. <laughs>
1: So, uh, so it's is, is, is flesh-coloured, the little yeah. sunglasses case? Yeah, yeah. And so, just, so it's just got a little... So string, like you put like, your penis and balls in
0: the sack, yeah. and then the drawstring just draws around the top, and you kind yeah. of... Yeah, yeah. But I didn't, tie my, I didn't tie mine on tight enough, because it's weird, because that area changes mm. according to temperature. So yeah. I put it on in the bathroom, which was cold. And so then, like, you know, when I right. walked out of set and started to heat up a bit mm. and things started to expand, all yep. of a sudden I'm feeling a bit of pain. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's just got to loosen the
0: drawstring here for a second. Drawstring. But it's pretty funny. They'll have wardrobes standing by, like, as soon as they call action, you know, and you, sorry, as soon as they call cut, you've got mm. a wardrobe assistant running in like, no, like throwing a blanket over to cover you as soon as possible. So they yeah. do try to minimize. Right. But this whole thing about closed set, like, that was meant to be a closed set. Yeah. Closed set is still roughly 20 people. Right. Like a closed set. I mean, they, they cannot shoot stuff without a camera, like DOP, camera assistant, clapper loader, director, producer, sound recordist, you know, boom swinger, like there's a l- makeup artist. There's a lot of people on that closed set.
1: A lot of those sound like thi- like uh, you know, titles you could have at an orgy. Boomswinger. Yeah, the boom swinger. It's time for the boom swinger to come in. The clapper. You want to stay away there from him? Go, I want the clapper. <laughs> so, the first grip. The clapper logo. Yeah. Like, they do actually sound like nicknames you could give people in an orgy. You had enough people there that you could start an orgy. If you'd been sexy enough in that scene. Everyone was like, like, this is
0: hot. What? This guy is hot. This, this, is this sets close, right? <laughs> 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 I miss that from porn now. The, soundtrack? The music! Yeah. Like, I mean, when I was a kid, like, I could get hard if I had just heard <laughs> the music from a porno. But now you don't associate, like, porn with porn music now. I mean, when I, when I was younger, as was in, like, a teenager. Right uh, about, uh, like, you hear, like, a porn soundtrack and be like...
1: Did you ever think about putting one on, like, you know, as romantic music next to the bed when you were, like, you know? No, but... Making if, love to your old lady?
0: No, I'm not... Yeah, no, that's... Have you Do you put music on? No. No. Uh, I like to put music on just so I can drown out the crying. (laughs) I like to put on AM radio.
1: (laughs) I can only do it... Nothing gets me hard like MTR. (laughs) Nothing gets me hard like the Tony Delroy 20 question quiz. (laughs) I will only make love after midnight. Just (laughs) I was like, oh, I hope Magpie calls. She's always a good caller.
0: (laughs) No, I don't like listening to anything. I mean, I guess I've had music. Women tend to set the scene much better than guys like anytime i have been seduced by a woman mm. like candles and maybe music but like you feel like oh we're, we're going to an ashram like something cosmic and amazing is going to happen mm. guys are like shit let me just clear the dirty undies and the towels at mm. to the end of my bed and uh guys are like make this quick second half starts in seven minutes
1: <laughs> hey, well, i don't want to miss the bounce <laughs> I'm, ha- I'm happy to miss the halftime sprint, but if I miss the bounce in the second half...
0: Do you know any, uh, like, have you got any gay friends, like gay guys who are both kind of, like, alpha like football-loving kind of blokey guys?
1: That's, I mean, that is my ultimate gay relationship. Like, like, if I was going to be gay, it would only be with, like, a, a gay guy that really liked footy. yeah. Because yeah. I just think, I love watching footy, and if I had a mate that I could watch footy yeah, with. Yeah, imagine
0: like getting a blowjob at half time. Yeah, totally. It's half time. That'd be awesome. Yeah, totally. I'd be totally. up for it, too. Yeah.
1: Like. And if you're both kind of like. if you're into watching it. the football as well, so you're watching a bunch of fucking yeah. guys running around, it'd be like,
0: the biggest tease ever.
1: Exactly. Like the first half, you basically just sit there going, I'd fuck him, I'd fuck him, I'd fuck him, I'd fuck him. I'd fuck him. Let's fuck each other. <laughs> you put your
0: jumper on. What <laughs> <laughs> me tackle you. Yeah. I mean, you'd run a bag for the same team, probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. Because if you don't, then, like, it's just going to actually... It's just going to...
1: It would be horrible if you were on the same team sexually, but on opposite teams in football clubs. (laughs) That was the thing that really...
0: (laughs) Or codes, even. Codes, if you were in love with a guy, but he liked liked league and you liked AFL.
1: Or you'd just be like, you know what's ironic in our relationship? Your team's top and mine's bottom, but (laughs) in our love life... (laughs) But no, I don't don't know... um, Heaps of, I mean, but there is, like, I mean, Collingwood, I know, has a really kind of high profile, like, gay, you know, like, uh, cl- there's like a but I just wonder, gay like, wing, uh, the pink magpies or something like all them. Yeah.
0: But I, I, I've never met, I don't have any gay friends who are couples where they're both super alpha. Right. Like, blokey blokes. Yeah. Like, they may be kind of, you know, manly, but you know what I'm talking about, like, the total kind of stereotype of the Aussie bloke. Like, mm. I've never, There can be one in that relationship, yeah. but I've never seen those two in one relationship. No, I suppose you're right. Well, someone someone has to someone has to maintain the stereotype. You can't both yeah. be slobs. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go to the office and work and bring home some money. You get busy maintaining the stereotype. <laughs> One of us has got to do it. Now I've got to go to my plumbing job. <laughs> um, I think that. But I think I would definitely be into footy if I was gay. I don't understand why gay guys aren't into footy. Because are, they, a, are they
0: not? I thought that, why do well, you? I know lots
1: of gay guys who are not into sport. Like, it seems to be, like, you know, one of those things that go together. I know heaps yeah. of gay guys who always joke about, you know, they don't understand sport or they're not into sport. If I was gay, I would definitely be into sport because, for me, that would just be the great opportunity to go and see, you lots know. Lots of
0: men running around. You'd yeah. want to play sport, wouldn't you? Like, I mean, wouldn't that be the greatest thing? If I, I mean, when I went to an all boys school, if I had been gay, like that, this would have been awesome. And went to an all boys school, played sport, hung out with dudes all the time. Like, fuck man. What a shame. What a waste. I was straight. What a waste of an education. Yeah. Fuck man.
1: You didn't want to fuck a man. (laughs) That was a problem. (laughs) <laughs> oh man yeah I mean I, but I do like the idea of like I mean I know because Gemma's been really good like with your footy like she's, she's really, yeah. she's like made a real effort made a real effort and yeah. I
0: think as genuinely now kind of like got some interest in it where like whereas if I just say I got hit by a bus mm. tomorrow she probably wouldn't watch it every day yeah. but she, you know she'd have some level of, level of affection yeah I do that to my friends though like I had another friend an American who's not really into sport either who emailed me the, the other day to say just to let you know You know, I've been reading for the Saints all year uh, because of you. And it's like, wow, like I am that tragic that, you know, people who don't even have an interest in sport will use it as some kind of like way to reach me. (laughs) Do you feel bad, though, when you lure people into that? Because, like, you know, like, both of our football
1: teams have been... Pathetic. ...over, like, the 100 years. You know, no matter what... The, your recent times, they've both been pretty good teams, but mm. over the 100 years have been the worst 2 perform teams in the history of the competition. Yeah, I do feel bad. Yeah, do you feel slightly bad that you've, like... It's like getting one of your friends involved in drugs. Yeah.
0: Well, it's like... It's like well, with, yeah, with, I enjoy this. I enjoy this. Oh, now you've got a problem. Well, when I got Gemma into AFL mm. was just when St Kilda started to rise as a good team. And so, three years later, uh, I was going off to watch the finals at a friend's place, but Gemma said she was going to do some work at home. Anyway, this final, the Saints were up at halftime, very tragic. We lost, you know, we we should have won, but we lost. It was heartbreaking. And so I've come back from my friend's place thinking Gemma had been doing something else. And I get home and all the lights are turned off and there's no one, it's all quiet. And I go upstairs and like, I just see Gemma like curled up in bed in the dark and I'm like, hey, what's going on? She's like, they lost, (laughs) they lost. And I'm like, what? And she's like, they were 30 points up at half time. Why did Garrick play on? Why did he play on? And I was like, "What? Did you watch the game?" And she's like, "Yes. She's gone up at half time. I went and got more beer because of And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, baby, I didn't tell you. When I was getting you interested in football, I didn't tell you the whole story. Yeah, it's amazing when they win." <laughs> But when they lose yeah. that's another thing entirely because she'd only ever known the, the team that was doing really well and then she had their first heartbreaking loss and it was like oh man man they
1: should send you to schools to teach kids about drugs because you've essentially <laughs> described there like both the highs and, and lows like yes. I, you will understand that it can be really good and really great fun but you've got to be aware there can be a lot of heartbreak and pain you're going to spend a lot of money probably waste a lot of money pissing it down
0: you'll only want to hang out with other people or into what you're yeah. into <laughs>
1: Other people at parties who are not into it will find you really boring. They'll be like, oh, he's always going on about footy. Where's Charlie? Oh, he's at the footy. Why isn't Charlie at this family engagement? He's at the football, you know? Why does Charlie need money again? Oh, he needed tickets to the grand final. <laughs> like,
0: I wonder though, like I, I, I take certain pride in the, like the history of our clubs. Like the fact that we have toughed it, you know, like I think that's kind of, you know, that's what makes it interesting. You know, well, maybe that's what I tell myself. A heroic myth.
1: No. Like, it's interesting to support a club. Like, I mean, 36 years I have, like, you know, well, been alive. I suppose I've barracked for them for 30 years. Let's just say 30 years that I can kind of remember that I've barracked for that football team. In my entire lifetime, they've not played in a grand final. Not played in one. Yeah. Like, and every year I, like, buy my membership and watch the games and get my hopes up. Yeah. Like... That is that has to have informed the sort of person that I am. That has to inform the the greater personality yeah, that I have, don't definitely. you think?
0: Well, if you if if people are, are, are sort of form their personalities through environment, like mm. the environment around them, like it's no different to having parents who are always letting you down. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like if you put your faith in a group that has never had success, then you. Feel, I mean, I see it with St. Kilda supporters. They like not even like with how the club does it on the field, but yep. you know the Docklands is a state of the art stadium and it's yep. amazing. But all the guys that I knew, like my brother's friends, who would go to the old suburban stadium, Moorabbin, and stand in the mud, and, you know, those guys, you'll find them at Telstra Dome, this state-of-the-art stadium, yep. and they're standing, like, in the standing room area <laughs> with obscured vision, because they find it really, sp- <laughs> like, they don't trust being in, like, a seat with a television, like, that freaks them out. Like, so, they're, God, just- they're, they're like, um, like, you know, that girl Nell they found in the forest?
1: <laughs> they're like like morlocks yeah been taken to the city can't quite adjust yeah totally (laughs) Uh, Um,
0: we should wind it up it's it's been another 50 minutes and I've got to uh, catch a flight Mm. so Facebook Facebook Become a fan on Facebook. Yep, Tofop. We totally dig that. Yeah, Tofop on Facebook mm. and leave comments on the episodes because we actually do read them. Yep, and, and they give us
1: ideas of things that you like and we can talk about. And on Twitter, there's a guy who I we don't know, but who has a thing called or to- a girl, or a girl. girl, yeah, a person, yeah, called Tofop quotes. <laughs> so if you find like something in the episodes that you like, um, you can uh, if you tag it with toefop quotes
0: on Twitter, um, we'll you know retweet it and. Get some stuff going. You'll get cool. some, you'll get some local fame. We can't do yeah. a lot, but no. we get, we can give you tweet fame. Mm. Well, I can over a thousand people. What do you got? You're up to fifty, 000. fifty, six thousand or something. It's a lot of fans. But I'm people. assuming most of them are spam bots. Do you ever like just think maybe just ask them all for a dollar well, and see what happens?
1: No, I don't. I try to provide them with entertainment and beg them to listen to this crappy <laughs> podcast. <laughs> all right, I'm Charlie Clausen. My name's Will Anderson.